0: Good morning. Thank you for being with us today. You're listening to An Artist Speaks, presented by Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Contemporary Art Gallery Online represents tomorrow's art giants. Come visit us at ContemporaryArtGalleryOnline.com. There you can view and purchase great works of contemporary art, check out our monthly art competitions and exhibitions, our blog and newsletter, view videos of our artists' work, and listen to artist interviews from this show. Today, our guest is James McAllis. James, at an early age, had a passion for art with drawing and painting. But as he grew older, life got in the way of this passion. However, a few years ago, James landed a job at the Art and Frame Emporium where he was taught how to frame artwork. This reignited his passion for art, and he also realized that he had an eye for photography mainly focuses on landscapes, enhancing the colors, HDR, or black and white, and he has dabbled in model photography. Well, good morning, James, and welcome to An Artist Speaks. Thank you, Mike. Good morning to you as well. Happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you, and let's start off this morning by having you
1: telling the audience a little bit more about yourself, James. Well, I really like the intro you had there, uh... Today's artists, tomorrow's giants. So let's hope that uh, statement can actually become true <laughs> one of these days. <laughs> well, uh, really, myself, uh, as you mentioned before, uh, really got inspired through the art and frame emporium, seeing all this work coming into the store, and being surrounded by artists that so also work here as well, kind of bouncing inspiration off each other, and really kind of reignited the, the love and the passion for the work that I like to do. And it's just very helpful to have these people around that kind of keep you going. And whenever you find, find yourself, you know, kind of uh, losing your way in the art world, getting distracted by other life adventures, uh, they're able to pull you back in. And if it wasn't for them, the people that I work with and the people that I surround myself with, I don't think I'd be doing anything that I'm doing right now. And the town that I live in as well, Westboro, Massachusetts, um, they've really embraced my work here. And I've become kind of the local local go to guy for any needs photography wise, um as far as just family photos, all the way to documenting uh ancient circa eighteen hundred letters at the local Westboro Library here and helping reproduce work for mm. the town hall that they recently just uh completed.
0: Well, that sounds I- very interesting and it sounds like that's keeping you very busy.
1: Uh needless to say, yes. Uh very busy trying to find the time to do all the side work, freelance work that I like to do while managing the store has become a juggle itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But fortunately the people I work with, including the owner of the store, all again are artists and they have a big strong belief in in art. And they really let me uh, take time to express that if need be, um, allowing me to take time off of work to create the things that these people are hiring me for, um, or at least find and help them, recreate what they're looking to do from past history to the new art.
0: Well, James, when you do have time for your art, uh, where do you
1: get the inspiration for
0: your photography?
1: Uh, I mean, it depends a lot. As I mean, obviously if I'm being hired for something directly, that's, that's just what I need to get done. But for my own personal mm-hmm. stuff, I uh, find a lot of inspiration through the freelance work that I'm doing as I'm doing work for them. For instance, I was hired by Verizon uh, a few years ago and they sent me all over New England to capture photographs for their new conference rooms that they were building here in Westboro. And as I was on this trip Mm. for two weeks photographing up and down the East Coast, of course I took myself lots and lots of pictures knowing that they're only going to pick, you know, maybe 16, I think it was, that they took out of the whole collection out of the hundreds of photos I took.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So Mm -hmm. indulging going through these photos for Verizon, I start to pick out the ones that I like. And I find the inspiration there as I'm going through the pictures to choose which ones I'm going to edit. And from that point forward, I just start working on it. After I'm done with the freelance job, I'll go back to it and start piecing photos together, panoramics, laying photos on top of each other, and really just kind of looking for what pops for me for the landscape Mm -hmm. aspect of my work. Now, on the other hand, I do model work as well. And I get a lot of my inspiration just from local life, local social, going to shows, clubs, people that I hang around with, the cliques I'm involved in, and as well the models themselves, too. They play a big role in the kind of work we we create. I ask them to be involved in the shoot, to, to bounce ideas off me, and then we can work together. Instead of me just completely directing the idea, we really – Mold together as one and create these visions that we have, and then we put it to paper from there.
0: Well, the job that you uh, did for Verizon—that's uh, a photographer's dream uh, to be able to go out and taking, getting paid to just take a, a bunch of pictures, knowing that you're only going to take a handful, and you get to keep the rest. That must have been a great deal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, no, you uh, you got that right. Uh, I couldn't have asked for anything better. And again, that, yeah, mm-hmm. I couldn't ask for where I work right now. That without that place, I don't never would have had the job. Um, just right place, right time, and it and it was a good thing for me too because getting that on my resume made it a lot easier to start doing this for other companies in the local area, and to oh, yeah. see what I did there for them. And then they'll hire me and do the same thing for conferences I've traveled. they've sent me into Boston for days uh, I've been mm-hmm. in, in maine for for a couple of weeks as well for other companies just searching for things that they want for their offices, and to have that ability to for these companies to think that I can get what they need just as you know touches the heart a little bit to say, because I don't even have the work yet, mm-hmm. and they're saying to me, "We trust that you can get what we're looking for. we like your eye." And that to me is just uh I can't ask for anything more than that well,
0: that's certainly awesome james and uh congratulations on on that thank you so let's talk a little bit then uh once you have uh, a photograph that uh catches your eye now do you use any of the uh any kind of uh photoshops or any other uh computer generated uh programs to enhance your photographic art?
1: Uh, it's funny cause it's kind of been an evolution. Uh, when I first started, I really was just trying to go for the raw image with doing as little editing as possible. Uh, and then inspirations around me, seeing other photographers in the area. Um, to keep for one, he, he does this amazing work. I mean, his photos would be hours and hours of just Photoshop work. And that really started to, Kind of pull me away a little bit, but I still haven't gotten into Photoshop per se. Uh, I do a lot of Lightroom work; that's where the majority of my editing is uh, taking place. And I have used DxO uh, Optics Eleven a little bit, but other than that, that's uh, that's really the only programs that I try to stick to. Who knows in the future I may switch over to Photoshop, <laughs> it's a whole new new thing for me to learn. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, never too uh, never too old, never too young to figure it out.
0: Well, well, that is so true. Uh so do you use a digital camera? Do you have a camera of uh, a favorite camera that you prefer to use?
1: Uh I mean I love the Nik- Nikon D eight ten. Uh I'm not necessarily shooting with that all the time. My go to camera, uh my old faithful is a Nikon D fifty one hundred. Uh I just really prefer Nikon, hard for me to say why. Uh I think I just like the lenses a little bit more than uh, and they're a little bit trickier. But I feel like they're a little bit easier to use too once you get the hang of the Nikon. Um, but that's that's usually my go-to, the Nikon D5100. Well,
0: is there a photographer or another artist that you has inspired you and in your photography?
1: No, for sure. Um, this one man. Uh, so where I work, it's in the plaza in this little town, Westboro. <laughs> And it's a cool little town. Um, I joined the arts council here, and they're really trying to make some stuff happen in the area art-wise. And one day this gentleman walked into my store. He works above me in the office building. He's upstairs. Not a clue that he was there. This man James Hunt. And uh, that's uh, that's when it all started for me. That was the day he walked in. I saw his photography, and I was like, that's what I want to do. Um, this guy's work is just phenomenal. He does uh, IR. He does a lot of uh, long exposure during the day. Um, he's uh, pretty well known in the area for photographing the Quabbin Reservoir he's made a couple books about it and this man really just, just sparked it for me so the best part about having him upstairs is whenever I have a question I can just ask and every time he comes into the store to do any sort of framing or matting for his work I just pick his brain about every little thing I can before he has to get back to work
0: well that's awesome I, uh, have you had a chance to, to work with him on the one-on-one or
1: is that opportunity
0: just presented itself
1: <laughs> it's uh, it's a uh, good question there um, The opportunity is there uh, Do I want to wake up at 3 a.m. to go shoot with him uh, I have <laughs> Struggled trying to get ahead of him at that time In the morning <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I'm not not keen on the golden hour That's for sure uh, um, But no the, the, the opportunity is there uh, Hopefully one of these days he and I will get out there Into the field uh, He does do some of my printing for me as well too um, He's his his printing capabilities are even almost surpasses his photography capabilities. The guy's something else. Mm-hmm. So that's that's we do a lot of work there with the printing. Uh he's been helping me work on a couple of books as of late for the town mm-hmm. of Westboro. We're celebrating three hundred years of uh existence here at establishment. Oh, wow. And uh yeah, yeah, it's uh pretty fantastic this whole year. It's been a lot of events which have been good for me. I've been getting a lot of work through it all. Um involved in all the booklets, but I'm trying to piece together a, a before and now for our photos. Fortunately to me being allowed in the archives here in town, I've come across tons of photos from circa 1800, early 1900s, and I'm kind of just mimicking where those shots were originally taken, and we're going to make a booklet out of the whole thing and hopefully uh, mm. spread the knowledge around town. to will let you know that these places, 1800, you know, in the 1800s, they're still here. These might look a little bit different.
0: Well, what I just find fascinating about that is a lot of artists spend, you know, a lot of time and effort and money in marketing
1: their work,
0: and you've been able to, by working, you know, with, you know, the city and, and those organizations to really get your name out there, and that's, and it's turned out to be quite profitable for you. I would assume sounds like it's certainly keeping you busy and that's just wonderful.
1: It's uh it's a blessing for sure. Yeah, um I definitely took a different road. Um I started off doing shows in the city uh in Boston here and really pushing the networking mm-hmm. and trying to get out and it was working. It was doing well, but it is it's a lot of work and you know trying to have a full-time job and support a family. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to be focusing that much on traveling. 30, 30 miles, you know, 30 minutes away with carloads of, of work to try to sell and, and get your name out there. So I decided to refocus and start locally and grow from here instead of trying to reach out too far right off the bat. And it's uh, it's spreading. It's, it's, it's working out very well. Again, most of it is just thanks to the store that I work at. The store itself has been in town for 37 years, so it's kind of already been established. And um, these people here in town are just embracing my work. And really trying to help push for me to get places, um, which I can't be. Uh, I'm beside myself by the whole thing. I kind of get the the hair stand up <laughs> on your arm a little bit just talking about the effort these people are putting in for a little old me. You know, they keep telling me I have a great eye, and mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sometimes I have trouble seeing it. But um, I just keep doing what I'm doing, <laughs> and these people just keep supporting me, and it's uh, it's working out. You know, uh, it's it's nice that I am actually making a living off of it which is just mind-boggling to me that it's true. You can actually find something you love mm-hmm. and and not have to struggle with it. You can actually make it work for you.
0: Well, that's wonderful, and, and I'm uh, I'm happy for you, too. And I think, uh, you know, you, you really got a great situation there. So that's just wonderful. Thank you. Well, James, we're about halfway through the show. Uh, I think this would be a good time to take a commercial break. And then when we come back, and we'll talk about some of the photographs you have here on Contemporary Art Gallery Online. Be happy to. And I want to let our listeners know that you can view and purchase James McAllister artwork by going to contemporaryartgalleryonline.com, uh, search at the uh, by artist, look for James McAllister's name, and review his art and purchase some of his art. Contemporary Art Gallery Online is the number one source for showcasing tomorrow's art giants. So if you're an artist seeking gallery representation, click on the Artist Member Corner tab and follow the prompts under the Member Application Process tab. And if you're a designer, an architect, or a connoisseur of art who just loves to have art hanging on their walls, then come and visit us and review some of the wonderful art created by some of the finest artists from around the world. You can search by style, medium, color, size, and by the individual artist. And of course, again, to view James McAllis' beautiful photography, just click on the search gallery under the uh, artist tab, and then follow to James McAllis' name. Well, James, let's uh, talk about one of the uh, pieces that you have here, and this is a a stage shot uh, called "Aim for the Stars."
1: yeah that's um aim for the stars is uh probably i haven't done too many model shoots handful and I really like taking them. um that' probably maybe my fifth fifth one that I felt comfortable enough putting out there um fantastic fantastic model maribelly antoinette uh couldn't have asked for anything better the, her and I really pulled a lot of good shots out of that out of that day but that one in particular is my favorite because the two of us really are just trying to aim for the stars uh, and that's what is portrayed <laughs> in that shot uh, and it is an implied nude so you know it kind of shows you you're stripped down you're naked you're, you're 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 all alone in this world just trying to aim for those stars and just make something good of your career and she's trying the same thing on her, on that side of the lens and I'm trying to do the different you know the same thing on this side of the lens and then that's just kind of where that, that piece went. And I got to tell you, I framed and sold that piece hand over fist. Um, completely grateful for that. I've actually had that piece travel across the United States um, through a couple of private collectors. And uh, it's just mind-boggling to me that here we are trying to make something happen. And this is proof. This one photo is proof that you, you, put, you put yourself out there and people appreciate it. And people will, uh, will help uh, help keep you going.
0: Well, it certainly is a very – I enjoyed that. It is a very uh, very good uh, image and, you know, tells a story, that's for sure, and, and that uh, the young woman is, uh, with her bow and arrow, aiming for the stars.
1: That is exactly what we're going for. You know, uh, again, just that story of <laughs> trying, you know, <laughs> just trying to make something of it and uh, putting yourself out yeah. there. <laughs> Mm -hmm. well and
0: then the next one is one uh, that I find very engaging and the title of that uh, photograph is Caged
1: tell the audience about Caged so uh, this is an interesting story so Caged is actually a rendition or or my creation of uh, Rene Magritte's Son of Man self-portrait he was a surrealist painter we had uh, at the store My boss asked me to uh, do something in the bathroom because we wanted to, you know, it's an art store. So we're trying to make it a little bit more artsy, you could say. And he wanted me to paint the bathroom. Mm -hmm. Well, he didn't tell me what color I should use. So the the color of the apple, the green apple, is pretty much the same color as the walls now in the bathroom. And he came in to work (laughs) one day and he's like, okay, (laughs) I'm not going to be mad at you because I didn't tell you what color to use, but you can't stop now. You got to make this room better. So from there, uh, that's what inspired me was to uh, let's, let's decorate the room now. Let's make this green wall work for the room. So I retiled the floor uh, with black, black marble. I put in these really cool movable tiles. It's hard to explain. You step on them. It's like a liquid in it. So it moves around. It's bright green. Bright green accents everywhere. I built a vanity mirror for it. Uh, turned that into an infinity mirror as well. So the room is now starting to become a very surreal, psychedelic room in a way. And I just figured we needed some images on the wall. And so I asked my coworker who has this fantastic mustache. And I'm like, listen, man, <laughs> you'd be perfect. You've you got to do this for me. Um, so we got an old bowler's hat. And he came to work with a suit and tie one day. And I took him to the shooting studio. And, and we just had the uh, apple hanging from a thread off a fishing line. It wasn't Photoshopped in. We just used forced perspective. And that's kind of how we created that shot. And now the bathroom at work is kind of a a tour of the store. (laughs) Just part of the gallery, huh? Absolutely. And everyone knows it's him, too, because of that mustache.
0: (laughs) And and so
1: now he's become quite uh, famous as well. Absolutely, absolutely. He's he's making uh, making waves in the model world now. Although he is a fantastic oil yeah. painter himself,
0: <laughs> well, it's a great story, James. Great story. Well, it certainly sounds like you know, just a, you've not only found a niche, uh, you know, you've got a great environment that you're working with, and I, you know, that is just that is so wonderful, and and that you have those type of people and those kinds of surroundings and that job, that is, uh, that is really a dream situation, I believe.
1: Thank you, Mike. I have to completely agree. Uh, again, as I mentioned before, uh, it's just right time, right place and surrounded by good people. Unfortunately, we all share the same passion. And if it wasn't Mm -hmm. for that, we wouldn't have that work environment.
0: Well, and then another piece that you have on the gallery and I find this, uh,
1: Uh, A very
0: interesting piece is called Lone Survivor. Tell the audience about that uh, photograph.
1: Well, Lone Survivor uh, may have been the very first model photo that I have ever taken and probably my number one selling photo. Uh, So that's kind of sometimes makes you feel a little down because you're like, I can't beat my number one, my first photo. (laughs) Um, but uh, that that photo was created Uh, this woman came into work one day and I was framing a picture and I don't even know how we got on the topic but somehow I found out her son was a collector of chem suits and and gas masks and I'm like, is there any way I could talk to him and so next day she brought him down and I started bouncing ideas off and I was like, hey, I hear you're a collector of these items I'd love to try to do a shoot with you and this is off the of main road here in West, Puffs Machine Corp. And in the back, there was a fire in this garage. The whole thing was just burnt down. There's some graffiti in there, but not too much. The vandals haven't been in there too too much. And I said, I got this great location. I think it would be perfect. And I'd only driven by the location. We went in there, and it was better than I could even imagine. We had a random chair that was just in the middle of the, the burnt-down uh, garage with a barrel. And so we started snapping shots, and that's the one we chose out of the collection of maybe 300 photos we took that day. And that picture Mm -hmm. to me just represents a lot. Here I was just trying to start my photography. I mean, this is, again, five years ago or so, the first time I picked up my camera, first Mm -hmm. model I ever did. And I felt, uh, you know, they kind of felt alone in the world. And we represent that with him laying there in the gas mask and the chem suit with all this decaying wood around him kind of representing that things are dying. But at the same time, if you look through the windows, everything's green and full of life so that there is a, a possible future. Uh, it may seem as you're just starting out right now that things might seem dark and decaying, but it's right around the corner is that growth, that life, as long as you just push for it.
0: Well, I certainly enjoyed the chair. I thought that made a for a nice juxtapos against the, the entire rest of the, the shot there.
1: No, thank you very much, Mike. Uh, it, it's funny because uh, most of that shot there is just an HDR shot, uh, maybe four mm-hmm. different exposures laid on top of each other. And when we're looking at it, he kind of got lost in the darkness itself. So I added just a mm-hmm. little dash of red to the chair just to make it pop. And then it also will bring your attention to him as well. And it really just kind of pulls right. the composition of it all together.
0: Well it's uh it's a wonderful shot that that certainly makes you stare and contemplate uh what the image is saying to you.
1: That's uh that's uh, absolutely what it does. I, I get a lot of mixed reviews on that <laughs> one. Uh a good friend of mine purchased it and put it in his house and it went downstairs in the living room and uh needless to say his wife's not the biggest fan of it I to it makes sure her think of dark and uh <laughs> You know, things a he doesn't want to think about. <laughs> and uh, on, for him, on the other hand, it inspires him because he sees the other side of the photo instead of the dark side.
0: Well, it is funny, James, and I'm sure you you run into this all the time. I I think it's, uh, to me, it's, you um, know, which word I want to use? It's, it's enlightening to me, I guess would be a good word, that when people, you get five or six people and you can show them the same photograph or the same, painting or whatever, and, and you can get five different responses to that, what it's saying to them.
1: Well, that's that's the beauty of art. so subjective. Um, it, it touches people in all different ways. Uh, it's not always going to be the same for everybody because everyone has their own things going on in life that can relate to that image. That's not per se the same things that are happening in the other person's life. And that that's the beauty of it all right there. You can invoke multiple emotions from different people, and can, that can cause a conversation or an argument or whatever it may be, whatever it is you're trying to say. They're going to try to say it for themselves, mm-hmm. to each other, and that's just, to me, the beauty of it all.
0: That is the beauty of it all. Yeah, that is for sure. Well, let's see, James. Uh, one question I always like to ask uh, artists, that are on the show, uh, is what advice that they would give or to someone who's just thinking about getting into the artistic field?
1: My advice is uh, really to think about what your goals are, your accomplishments, what do you want to make happen with that? Because there's many ways to attack that question, Um, many ways to go about getting to your end goal. But the most important key part is that whatever your goal is, you have to keep pushing for it. And even when it seems like it's not working for you, you just got to keep going. You just got to keep doing what you think you're doing is right, and definitely surround yourself by people that will help inspire you. Because without that, you're just gonna drown. And the once you start to get an idea of what you want to do, it makes it that much easier for you to push forward towards that goal. When I first started, I was all over the place photographing everything. I didn't know what kind of phot- photographer mm-hmm. I wanted to be. What was my niche? And that's what you got to mm-hmm. figure out. And you just got to go for it and don't stop yourself.
0: Well, that is great advice, and, and, you know, and we've talked about uh, most of your the art that we talked about today were stage shots, uh, but your landscapes are just phenomenal, too. I encourage uh, the listeners to come to the gallery and view some of James's landscapes as well. They're just awesome uh, photographs.
1: Thank you very much for that, Mike. I really do appreciate that. It's funny, uh, I was really trying to go for the model thing, and you're right, my landscapes have uh, surpassed. <laughs> um, they definitely have, but I still like to indulge in the uh, studio every once in a while, just uh, trying to kind of get my mind off of the landscapes for a little bit, but uh, I really appreciate that, and uh, it seems uh, that's the way it's going these days, heading more do- down the landscape road than anything.
0: Well, in looking at at the photographs that you've submitted here to the gallery, your your landscapes definitely have you've got that eye. You you're able to see something and you take a photograph that that either brings out what you're seeing or gives you a different perspective on what you're seeing, which I, I find very uh, entertaining as well as interesting. And I do love your um, your stage shots too. I think you you have very creative. Uh, mind and you put uh you, you come you come up with some very interesting um stage shots as well. So uh your art is just uh awesome and we're excited to have you here on the gallery.
1: I'm very happy to be a part of it and uh Needless to say, uh, out of all my out of all the work I've submitted, the uh, landscape's the one that got me to where I am today with uh with the gallery. So uh I'm very proud of that shot. Um it's just uh that's another struggle just trying to uh not look at things the same as everyone else does. You want to find a different way to see things and hopefully uh hopefully people will like what you see.
0: Well James, I wanna thank you for joining us today on an artist speaks.
1: Thank you very much, Mike. I was very happy to be here today.
0: Well, I enjoyed our chat and and certainly look forward to seeing uh, more of your art here in the future, James. I'm sure there will be
1: plenty more to come.
0: And I also want to thank our listeners for being with us today. And again, to view James McAllister's stunning art, to listen to this interview, and of course purchase some of James's art, visit us at ContemporaryArtGallery.com. I want to let all the artists listening in today know that Contemporary Art Gallery Online host a monthly art competition and exhibition. To enter your art, just click on the Art Competition tab and follow the prompts. And while you're there, you can check out all of our upcoming competitions and exhibitions as well. If you're an architect, interior designer, or just a lover of art who likes to have interesting and beautiful art adorning your walls, then come visit us at contemporaryartgalleryonline.com and view some of the most exciting original art that you just can't find anywhere else. And while visiting our gallery, we would love for you to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and our blog, so please sign up so you can keep up with all that is happening at the gallery. An Artist Speaks airs every other Saturday morning, so we'll meet again in two weeks. In the meantime, be sure to listen to our show, The Business of Art, hosted by artist and published author Sharon Hawkshaw, as she shares tips and ideas on how artists can grow their business. Again, thank you for listening to us today, and have a great rest of your weekend.